0: Shrek again Thanks for everyone uh, for coming out in, in the uh, inclement weather. Shrek to Dr. Diamond for sponsoring as usual the uh, breakfast here. I wanted to discuss, of course, this coming uh, Shabbos is Parsha Zoha, the Shabbos immediately prior to, to Purim, and um, there are, we read the few last few Pesukim of Parshas Ki where we learn. Uh, two I say from those few of uh, Parsha of Zohar at the end of Parsha's of Kisei One is the uh, mitzvah of remembering that which Amalek did to us. Zohar eis asher asalcha Amalek b'derech v'tzeh Mitzrayim. Remembering that which Amalek did to us, which the uh, Gemara says in Masechus Megillah, one cannot just uh, think about it. It has to be articulated because the passage continues lo yisishkach timcha Amalek you shouldn't forget. So forgetting, that's something that's in your mind. What does it mean? You should remember it. That means it has to be articulated. It has to be verbalized. You might say, well, I could just uh, verbalize it without reading it from a Sefer Torah. So the Gemara says, no. The uh, Apostle says, At the end of the parasha, it has to be written down in a Sefer. So the Gemara says, it has to be written in a Sefer Torah and you have to read it from a Sefer Torah. <laughs> Whether or not the Sefer Torah is a di- itself a Din Deir it's learned out from Sukkim over here in the Gemara Megillah. The Pashub Shad is, is that uh, to read it from a Sefer Torah is in fact a Din Deir That's where the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, Taisis, and the Raj by Masech But others uh, have Diukim and the Rambam Sefer Achinuch that it might only be Midr Either way, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of uh, Zechiras Amalek, you have to read uh, the last, uh, you know, the parish of Amalek at least from a Sefer Torah. Then the pasuk also says Timcha Zecher Amalek. There's a mitzvah I say also uh, to destroy or to uh, eradicate Amalek. Those are the two mitzvahs I say. We learn out from the Psukim at the end of Parashas He uh, says in the Parsha of Zechariah Amalek. What I wanted to do today is to discuss uh, two points really with regards to these two mitzvahs. The first is to discuss who really is Amalek. What is the nature of the, the nation of Amalek, and uh, and uh, also what is the nature of the obligation of Zechariah Amalek, Mechias Amalek. Is there a relationship between these two mitzvahs? If there is. What is the nature of that relationship? So the first point, what is the, uh, who exactly is the nation of Amalek, is somewhat uh, confusing in the Rambam. The Rambam writes over here, Oizdalat, parakei of Hilches Malachim. He quotes two mitzvahs that we have to eradicate uh, different nations uh, from the world. The first is the Palsic and Parsons of Yishanon, where we're commanded to destroy the seven uh, nations that inhabited Eretz Israel at the time of Yeshua ben Nun, the Chivi, the Prizi, the Girgazi, the Yavusi, <laughs> we had to wipe them out. So the uh, the pasuk says "hachareim but the Rambam writes at the end of that uh, halacha d'alu, the first the second line, "uqvar avad zikram." We don't know who the Shiva Amim are anymore. It's been lost to history, particularly because Sancheirav came at a certain point in history and was Bilbela's kol u'mois, seventh century B.C. He was uh, he took all the nations and he moved them from place to place. As part of it to prevent a rebellion, there shouldn't be pockets of resistance. So he moved people from place to place. So we lost the integrity of the nation of Girgashi, of Yevutsi, of uh, we don't we don't know who they are anymore. So the Rambam says Uqvar of <coughs> However, when the Rambam is quoting the halacha of zechiras amalek, the very next halacha, the Rambam does not make such a uh, stipulation. The Rambam says that there's a mitzvah to destroy amalek, timche zechiras amalek, and the Rambam doesn't give this caveat to kvar of that they are lost. It sounds like Amalek still exists. How could Amalek still exist, but yet the integrity of all the other nations has been compromised? So, Rabbi Gershuni, Rabbi Gershuni was the son-in-law of the uh, of, a of Silver. He Silver. Has a sefer on Hilchas Malachim called Mishpat Hamalucha. So he quotes there the name of Rabbi The said the pshat over here in the Rambam is that even though Amalek at one point was an ancestral nation, like all of the other uh, Shiva Umoys that inhabited Eretz Israel. After Sanchairav was Bilbil as Kol ummais, he mixed up all the nations. So uh Amalek, the integrity of the nation of Amalek as an ancestral nation was also compromised and that was lost. But Amalek now at least continues to exist, not as an ancestral nation, but as as a, as an ideological nation. So Chaim claimed, even though Amalek can't be an ancestral nation, Dar Akhadara Khadar Ben Achaben. But al does continue to exist as an ideological nation. In what sense? Said Reb Chaim, a person who takes on as their ideology, their primary charter of this person, or perhaps of a nation, is to wipe out Claudiusrael, Yisrael, then they have uh, taken on the mantle of al <coughs> Even though ancestrally they might not be related to al and the other nations of the world were lost, al has a charter to it. And if you take on that, uh, that's your ta'chlis in life, is to destroy Claudiusrael, Yisrael, you have become part of the nation of Amalek. And therefore, the Ramam doesn't say uh, when it comes when it comes to Amalek. This might help us understand two interesting points with regards to the Mitzvah machia's Amalek. The first is, Rashi says over here at the end of Parashat Kiseitze, you have to destroy Amalek, men, women, children, and even the animals. Even the animals you have to destroy. Why do you have to destroy the animals? So Rashi says, because it will leave a lot, uh, you know, uh, around the remembrance of Amalek. Even though we could kill all the people of Amalek, if there's an animal around, people will say, oh, that was the animal from Amalek. Rashi and Navi says a different reason. He says because the, the Amalekim were able to transform into animals. So you had to wipe out the animals for that reason. But Rashi says over here, it's in order to, uh, to so that the, the remembrance of Amalek should not persist with one of their animals. So the Mitzvah, to kill out the animals of Amalek. But The Rambam, in nowhere in Hilchas Malachim, when he discusses the myths of killing Amalek, does he mention the animals. The Rambam never mentions the animals. Why isn't the Rambam? He left it out entirely. And you say, well, maybe the Rambam didn't hold. Rashi's quoting from a Sifrey that there's a mitzvah to kill out the animals. Maybe the Rambam didn't hold of the myths of killing out the animals. But we find in next week's uh, Haftarah that uh, Shoah Melech leaves alive Agag and he leaves alive the animals when he comes to report to Shmuel that he killed out Amalek. Shmuel says, what's the kol hatzoyin that I hear? I hear the animals. So you see from the Navi that there's a mitzvah to kill out the animals, not only to kill out uh, the people of Amohag, a mitzvah to kill out the animals as well. So why doesn't the Rambam mention this mitzvah of killing out the animals too? How, how, how could the Rambam leave it out? It's a It's, it's a perhaps in, uh, in Nah. So Gershuni the blaze of silver sun, will is based on the pshat from Reb Chaim, that Amalek has no longer, the, as an ancestral nation, it's gone. It, it continues to exist as an ideological nation. So that's whoever takes on this uh, ideology of wiping out Kalal Yisrael. Some say the Nazis in Shamom had this, uh, this ideology. Maybe the din of Amalek Perhaps you can tie into the Arabs nowadays that that's their charter, to wipe, push Kalal Yisrael onto the sea. So maybe that's, that's also they have a din of Amalek But that's only the people. To extend that to the animals, if a mulek is a nation like all the other nations <coughs> of the world, it could extend to their animals too. But if it's not a real nation and its integrity was compromised, now it's uh, whoever takes on that ideology. So to extend it now to the animals, that the animal felt was too much. That's that's the, you know, there's no remembrance of an ideology because an animal is around. There's a remembrance of a nation because there's animals. But to remember, you know, remember a civilization. Look at this animal that, we, that was from that civilization. But to have an animal that represents an ideology that's uh, Hashkafa, that's, uh, that, that's a little bit too much. So therefore the Rambam left out in the midst of killing out the animals. <coughs> this could also help for another problem with the Pshat from Repchaim. And that is, <coughs> the Apostlech says in the Megillah Sester, the times of uh, Mordechai V'yeste, Rabbi may here, Oizayin, Rabbe may ame misyahadim. Many from the Ameha uh were misyahadim. They became Jewish. What does that mean? Rashi says, Ms. They converted. <laughs> so the people from the Ami Ha'aretz converted. So of, uh, in the Manas HaLevi from Shoma Levi Alkabetz, a classical commentary in the Megillus Esther, he asks, how how were we able to accept Geirim in the times of Mordechai There's two problems. Number one, the Gemara Mishnah says, he can't accept a GER who's coming for an ulterior motive. Right. If a GER is coming, a he wants to marry a woman, or he's coming because it's beneficial to be a Yid, there aren't that many times in Jewish history the Gemara says it's beneficial to be a Yid. But if it's beneficial to be a Yid, so he wants to come and, uh, because of uh, fringe benefits, so we can't accept a GER. He's coming for an ulterior motive. He has to come, Lishma, ideally. So, how did they accept Geirim? Now it was beneficial, the prophet says. Yehudim they were afraid. It was better, beneficial to be a Yid. How, how did they accept Geirim? The second problem is the Manas Halevi quotes from Amedresh Tanhumah, also at the end of the Parshish Kitseitse, where the Medrash says, Ribbonish is open to taking Geirim from any nation of the world, but not Amoeik. Zaro shall any Makabon He's not going to take Geirim from Amalek. So how was he able, uh, how could it be? Robin may Amei Haaretz they accepted Gairim Can't accept Gairim from Amalek. So Manas HaLevi is an interesting shot. Manas HaLevi says no, it was Kirov. These were Ameharits. these are people who were Jews, but they were Ameharits. Now they're Mishyadim. They weren't the guy converting, they looked more Jewish, meaning they became more from, as the Manas HaLevi says is a shot, Not like Rashi, not that they converted. Okay, so it solves the problem a little bit, but there's still a problem. The Emek Bracha, the Talmud from Brisker asked, asks, but the Gemara says and also. Famous Gemara, Ois tes. The Gemara says they are grandchildren of Haman, learning Tyra and Vnei They are grandchildren of Haman learning how? How could it be? They must be they converted unless they're going learning Tyra somewhere in Vnei They converted. So if they converted, how do we accept Geirim from Amalek? So it could be, you'll say, yeah, we didn't know they were descendants from Haman. If we'd known, we wouldn't have converted them. But if you, if you don't know and you convert them, the Geiris is Chal, but the Ever, there's a Emek Brocha, goes along those lines. It says from the daughters. From the daughters, but it says, b'anov. <laughs> Oh, daughters. I think he says also, for the Ever, the Gay is Chal. Okay, it's a problem. But I thought according to the chat of uh, of Av it works out well because according to Av again, the uh, nation of Amalek, as an ancestral nation was lost. That was gone. Bilbao's Koloumois, Yevutsi's gone, Girgoshi's gone. Amalek Ben Achaben is also gone. What is and in the time of uh, the Megillah Esther that was true as well. Megillus, the nation of Megillah Esther took place after Sanchaira was Bilbao's Koloumois. So it was uh, they were uh, a nation of an ideology. So yeah, whoever had the Hashkof of Haman well, was wasn't Amalek. If you didn't have the Hashkafah of Haman, if his grandchildren didn't share his Hashkafah, they're learning Torah bin Abrach, so they they lose the status of Amalek. Because their whole uh, reason that they were, were labeled as Amalek is because they had this Hashkafah. If you don't have the Hashkafah, maybe you're no longer part of Amalek. Okay, so that's Rechaim's Strath And who is Amalek, huh? himself was a descendant. Well, well, he, was he was Agag, yeah. He you, was have you have the genetic, you have the genetic genealogy <laughs> there. Yes, mean but it's lost. Once San was before, and it, it, chronologically Sanhier. Yeah, but Bilbao called Umas. Megillah says Haman was related. Is yes, so it doesn't work well with Rabbahim. That part doesn't work well. That, that part doesn't work well. I have a pshat to Rabbahim, not from the Megillah. Look at this. Look over here. Oh, hey The pasuk says. It's a fantastic puzzle. I mean, interesting. The Pusik says, Esther comes out ani she says, Since we're going to be destroyed, I can't be quiet. If we were just being sold into slavery, I would have been quiet. What, what do you mean? If we were being sold into slavery, she would have been quiet. She wouldn't have protested on behalf of Klaus. Now they want to kill us. No, I can't be quiet. Slavery isn't bad enough. So I think what Chaim would say is no, the Pshat is. Is that if they want to kill us, they want to wipe us out, that's their hashkafa, they have a molek. I can't be quiet, the mitzvah of Mechiaz and If they just want to sell us they, 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 they into, into slavery, that's not, they're, they're not a molek. So then, uh she could have been quiet. I don't know. It's interesting, Shavram Chaim. It could be it helps with the animals, it could be it helps with the, with the gerim. But there is a, another distinction <coughs> that the Rambam has. We mentioned one distinction. The Rambam has over here in ois Dawood. Between uh, killing out the Shiva Ammon and killing out Amalek, the Ramam says in Oiz that by the Shiva amim we don't know who they are anymore, Kvarov and And by Amalek, the Ramam doesn't make that, uh, that 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 statement. However, there's another difference as well. If you look back at Oiz Dalud, the Ramam says, if you encounter one of the Shiva Ammon along you're walking along on the street, you encounter one of the Shiva Ammon, first line of Oiz you encounter one of them, you don't kill him. You have violated call So it's a chayvas hayochid. If I'm walking down the street, I meet one of the Shiva amim. I don't kill him. I was mivatul amitzasase. When the Ramam gets to the mitzvah mechias amalek, he makes again no such statement. The Ramam doesn't say if you're walking down the street, you meet an amaleki, that uh, you're mivat and you didn't kill him. You're which implies that the mitzvah is not a personal obligation to kill them It's a rather a communal obligation to wage a war to wipe out Amalek, but it's a communal obligation. The Rambam Seems to say as much look down. The Yud, say for our mitzvies, Writes that it's a Rambam says at the end of all the Sefer for mitzvah, the Essen, the says there's some Individual obligations of these that he mentioned there are some communal obligations and wiping out is a communal obligation Like Mara says in Sanhedrin that when Klaal Yisrael uh, They were commanded in three mitzvahs We have to build, we have to establish a malucha. we have to build a base hamikdash and wipe out amolek. all of these are communal obligations. I don't have to build my own base I Mikdash. I don't have to establish my own uh, government They have to establish a government. You have to build a base of chira, and wiping out a molek is mentioned in that context. So it sounds like it's a (coughs) a chayvah tzibor. The Sefer Achinoch though when he's quoting this mitzvah of uh, Mechiyas HaMolek Sefer Sefer HaChinuch, I'm sorry, look back at Ois Gimel Sefer Achinoch quotes the mitzvah of Mechiyas HaMolek and it's strange It's strange. Look at the first line. He writes, bin HaMitzvah HaMutalas HaLatzibor This is a communal obligation Okay, like the Rambam. But then he continues down. Ube'emes, you know what? He retracts. Kigamo What does that mean? How can it be? A He, he he's, he's thinking out loud. It's a Yeah, you know what? It's a It's an obligation on the yochid. I'll tell you what he means. But then he, it sounds strange, like he's vacillating. And then he says... If you meet an Amalekite, you bully at the end of the last line, you bully other, Acme Zer sheep for you Lahargo, you have inability to kill him. For Lahargo, Be tola you're mabato la mitza So says, clearly says, "If you were walking down the street, you meet an Amalekite, you don't kill him, you're mabato la mitza So that implies that it's a khovesa yahin. So the Velt says that the Rambam and the Sefer Achinuch disagree. The Rambam holds and never mentions you're walking down the street, you meet him on a lake and you don't kill me say, Rambam never says that. It sounds like it's a Chayvez HaTzibor. But the Sefer Achinuch says, No, you're walking down the street, you don't kill him. So it sounds like it's a Chayvez hayochid. That's what the Velt says. I find it difficult for two reasons. The first is he begins by saying it's a Chayvez HaTzibor. It's a communal obligation. All of a sudden he changed his mind in the middle of the same paragraph. Difficult to believe. And there's a further problem in assuming that the Sefer Achinuch holds its personal <coughs> obligation, and that is look down Oisir when the, when the Sefer Achinuch is quoting the mitzvah to wipe out the seven nations of the world, which the Rambam said was a chayvase So there the Sefer Achinuch writes the following look down Oisir Achinuch, the last line of the person uh, encounters one of the Shiva Amen, the you can kill him. she without putting yourself in danger. You're gonna sneak up behind him. she without putting yourself in danger. Then you're obligated to do it. If you didn't do it, you're What is this? she every time you go to war, by definition, there's there's uh, there's pikuach nefesh. If there would be a header pikuach nefesh by war, we no one would go to war. There must be that the uh, halochas of pikuach nefesh are uh, suspended with regards to mohamah, with regards to war. So why does the Sefer Achinuch say you're only obligated to kill the Shiva amim if you don't have to risk your life? Uh, by, by definition, you try and kill someone else, he's going to try and kill you back. Of course you're going to risk your life. So Briskirov explains in the Sefer HaChumash on Parashat B'Shalach, Briskirov explains that no, the Sefer Achinuch held, this is not a mitzvah of war. Shiva amim is a chayes hayochid. It's strange, but it's a chaivas hayachid for me to kill out one of the Shiva amim. And therefore, it's, since it's not a mitzvah of war, because Nevish is not suspended, and if I have to risk my life, I'm not obligated to do it. You're only obligated to do it if you don't have to risk your life. But the Sever Achinoch never says that by Amalek. He never says, oh, if you're going to risk your life, you don't have to do it. So it says, briskerov, because killing out Amalek, that's a war. That's a chavis Hatsibor. That's a communal obligation. So when it comes to war, because should is suspended. You can't say, well, well I'm, I'm scared. Uh, yeah, uh, my life is in danger. I don't want to do it. Amalek is a war. It's a chevet tzibur, even for the safer achinuch. That's why by killing out the Shiva ammi, he says you're going to put yourself in danger. Don't do it. It's a personal obligation. But when it comes to Amalek, that's a chevet a war. So even if you're going to put yourself in danger, you have to do it. So why then does the Sefer Achinov say the problem is, the Sefer Ahchinov begins, where says, look at Ois Gimel, it's a problem. He says it's a chiv that's on its seaboard. Communal obligation, just like the Rambam. But yet he's different than the Rambam because he is, if you meet, you encounter an Amaleki, you don't kill him, Mavato Why? 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 If it's a communal obligation and I meet Amaleki going along on the street, why am I of Mavato Amitsasaseh? So, in the uh, Margolius Hayam, the Sefer on... Sefer Sanhedrin that base says the following pshat. It's picked up by others too. He was the first. So he says, based on a medresh, an Isiyud base. the Mechilta de Rebbe Shmuel says, the Posek says in Parshah's Bashalach, Kiyad al al-ke, Kays Kiyad Ka, M'chamalashem ba'amalek, Midar dar, from generation to generation. What's Midar dar? It says the Mechilta, Midar shall Moshe, because Moshe did battle with Amalek, Midar shall Shmuel, Shmuel did battle with Amalek. And we talk about Mashiach. Mashiach, as the midrash says, will do battle with Hamalik. <coughs> Meaning, this is a uh, ongoing battle with Hamalik. So, says the Maragoli, the pshat and the sefer Achinoch is the following: He begins, Oiz Gimel. He begins. It's a chiv on the tzibur. It's a chiv to wage a war. Yet he says, <laughs> if you meet an Amaliki on the street, and you don't kill him. Vatulamitzasase. That's not because it's a is hayochin. No, it's a chiv on the tzibur. <coughs> but the war has already been waged. It's not that I have to now, the Tiber has to wage a war with Amalek. There's an ongoing war with Amalek. We take breaks every now and then but it's an ongoing war. So if you meet, an, we're all soldiers in that war. So if you meet an Amalekhi going along on the street, says the Sefer Echinoch, and you don't kill him, you're a soldier. There's no to Pikuach Nefesh. It's not like the shiva. Amin, that that's a mitzvah, like a, you know, one of the other chayv personal obligations. No, it's a communal obligation, but we're all part of the community, and the war has already been waged. And therefore, the Sefer huh? that's why it's only on Oh, well, Gata, yes, yes. So, but it's a Chivas Hatzibor, and uh, if, uh, we're all part of the war. And uh, if you, therefore, if you meet a maleki going along on the street and you don't kill him, you're I say. because the war has already been waged. They quote such a similar idea from Jakob Kamineski. I don't know if people here were alive at that time, it's a little before my time. When if Huttner Putner was taken. Uh, to yeah, when the was taken, Jordan, no, Jordan, so When Frithner was taken captive, so they it's wanted I to like, it's redeem. Was hijacked. hijacked. They wanted to oh. redeem him. Oh, so uh, the you're not allowed to redeem yes yeshal today. The man more than the person is worth. Why? Because it will encourage more people to 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 take captives and then ask for ransom. But they, but there's an exception to that rule for a Talmud Chacham Muflog. Talmud Chacham Muflog, you're allowed to redeem him. Yes, Arakdei Demeim. So there was a tumult They wanted to redeem a Hutner. It was a putting together funds to redeem him uh, from the, you know, to do a pigeon shvuyim. Even though it's Yes Arakdei It was a Talmud Chacham Muflog. I think he had a Yankel Drumlin with him in a whole. Uh, so the um, I heard in the name of Yaakov Kamenevsky that Rabbi Yaakov said that's only true if it's not a war. If it's a war, then you can't redeem captives, even Yisak de'Timeyim, even for a Talmud Chacham Muflog. What war? No one was at war. The Arabs. There was no ongoing battle with the Arabs. So Yaakov said, "No, it's a pshat is an ongoing war with the Arabs." He said, "We take time, you know, in between to restock, you know, uh, rearm ourselves." But it's not that the pshat that the war stops. We came to Shalom, then we all of a sudden guy got back to a war. He said that there was one constant war with breaks. So he said this was another outbreak of the war, another, uh, you know, the, the war popped up again. But it wasn't that it was a, uh, a hepsych that now we started, we stopped. It was an ongoing war. So there's such a precedent for that, perhaps, by Amalek. Amalek is an ongoing war, <laughs> me generation to generation, me dar dar. And therefore, um, the Sefer Archino says it's an ongoing war, and if uh, y- Yochen meets... No, Malaki doesn't kill me with Mavatha Lemitz, as I say. Is the Mitzvah this, to kill um, Shiva? I'm also be Dar Dar? <coughs> no. Only Bishas keep Bashar. I mean, after. And then the, the, those seven nations were labeled. We have to wipe them out. Today? Remember? Yeah. yeah. Rambam said we don't know who they are. No. So today if you meet, meet the... Yes, that's so what Rambam said. You meet him and you don't kill him. It's all theoretical. Yeah. It's all theoretical. Yeah. It's all this could help us understand <inaudible> the <and> the Why sey- <inaudible> <inaudible> Why? the Pusik b- says time remake b- yeah. Practically, once you remove it once, once right? is, uh, is a These seven egg. nations yeah, too. Same thing, but like enemies of the. They it's a, a Mamshik, possibly. You uh, what you're saying, what's the Ashkavah? I don't I know. Man, yeah. I thought the Kivasharites, you have to kill them. Yeah, it's a yeah. No, then that should just be a Mitzvah of Kivasharites. But it's these seven nations you have to wipe out. The only reason is we can't identify who they are. But otherwise, This can help us understand the problem also in the Sefer HaChinuch. The Sefer Achinov says at the top, Isa Aleph, that who's obligated in Zakhira Samalek? Who's obligated to remembering Amalek? Only the men. Again, we were talking about Mechias Amalek. Here the Sefer HaChinuch says Zechiras Amalek Only by men. So Minchas Chinuch jumps all over the Sefer HaChinuch. He says, why? It's a mitzvah that applies all the time. It's not a time-bound mitzvah. Many people have a mistaken notion that it's a t- we only do it once a year by uh, Shabbos before Purim. <coughs> it's really not a mitzvah once a year. The mitzvah the Sefer Chinuch tells you is Negev the whole year long. We only remember. We only read it from a Sefer Torah once a year. Why do we read it from a Sefer Torah <coughs> only once a year? It's based on the Gemara Masechet Brachos. Oh, it's down. Da- you dow da- it over here at the bottom. The Gemara says Masechet Brachos. People only begin to forget after 12 months. So some have the meaning of putting up a matzevah after 12 months. You only forget, begin to forget after 12 months. So after 12 months come, so we need to remind ourselves again. That's why Chaim Seifer held in the Shnatsay Ibor. Everyone knows this. Seifer held in the Ibor. You should be in the summertime in so that you don't have 12 months without remembering Amalek. So it's a mitzvah. No keah. How do you find zehira the we read from Sefer Torah. Just two. What is that? To remember these enemies. Reminds ourselves. That what? <coughs> that these are our enemies oh. and we have to kill them. That's it. That's it. So, so, but it's a mitzvah that applies the whole year long and it's not a time bound mitzvah and it's a mitzvah that I say, so why doesn't it apply to women? So, min says it should apply to women. And they quote in the name of Binyan and quote in the name of Nosen Adler, he was Macbeth, the Rebbe of the Chassam uh, That they use Macbeth that all of the women should go hear uh, Pasha Zachar. And we know in our community too, many women are Macbeth to hear Parshah Zachar. But the Sefer Achinoch says it doesn't apply to women. Why doesn't it apply to women? It's not a time bound mitzvah, and it's a personal obligation. So Sefer Achinoch tells you why it doesn't apply to women. Sefer Achinoch says, at the end, Oysaof, <coughs> Kiloham lasa sa mochamav enikma sa because who's going to make, who's going to do battle? The men and not the women. So that makes sense. So I'm sorry, so the mitzvah of uh, Zechira Samolek says that Sefer Achinuch is tied in with the mitzvah of It's kind of like, you know, like a, a pep talk. Or a call to arms. Welcome. Yeah. That we meet Pasha Zachar and sure, we yes, yes. should all get together and now go out and kill Amalek. The Ramban says so on too. Ois Tezvav at the bottom. The Ramban says, we shouldn't forget till we go out and we kill them. So the mitzvah is related to going out and killing Amalek. So therefore, the Sefer says women are putter. Still, that only makes sense if you assume that uh, Mechiyah HaMolek is itself not a personal obligation. If Mechiyah is a mitzvah to wage a war, now we understand why women are puter from Mechiyah HaMolek and they're puter from Zechira Samalik too, because that's uh, tied into Mechiyah Samalik. But if Mechiyah HaMolek is itself a personal obligation, so women are not exempt from personal obligation. If it's a war, we understand women are exempt. But if it's not a war, women should be chayven mechiyah sabalek as much as they are in Zechirah samalek. So therefore, uh, many held, milch the women should come here in uh, Zechirah samalek. Because even mechiyah sabalek might be a chayven hayochin. But based on what we said, the pshat in the Sefer of is, no, it's a chayven hat Sibor. That's what he tells you, just, it's a war that goes on from generation to generation. That's why if you meet an uh, amaleki in the street, you have to kill him. Not because it's a personal obligation. It's a war that's uh, ongoing. So, therefore, since the Sefer uh, claims the Sefer is tied in with Machiah Samalek, it's connected, it uh, stands to reason that since uh, women are part of Machiah Samalek, because women don't wage war, only men do, that uh, it stands to reason as well that the uh, Sefer Achinoch says women are part of Machiah Samalek as well. Many held like the Sefer Achinoch, the famous trooper from the Lublin Rav, the Torah that women are part of Machiah Zachar, they call them the name Chazanish, women are part of Machiah Zachar, where Moshe has in the in the journals they quote from Ramesha Mipi Hashmu, Ramesh said also women are part of Ramesha went even further. Ramesh said lots of times they make a second kriya for women in the afternoon. They're really not supposed to take out a safer Torah for no reason. So Ramesha claimed it was, it's not, they're not chai to the degree that we can't even take out a Sefer Torah to lane for them a second lane. Because they're potter. So it's like taking out a safer Torah for no reason. Anyway, but many of the women are makba to go uh, to hear Pasha Zohar and they even have second kriyas for women uh, to hear Pasha Zahar. I felt, though, if you're going to make a second Kriya for women to, uh, to hear Pasha Zakhar, that you should not be with to have ten men there. That's the last thing. We're with to have uh, ten men Dafka by Kriya's Pasha Zacher. We said you have to lay in it you can't just remember it. That's like Sishkach. Zacher, Eish HaSheru Chol is to remember it, articulate it. You have to speak it. And it has to be from a Sefer. Maybe I could just pull out a Sefer tire over here and lay in uh, by myself. Can you do that? So, Shulchan Aruch says you can't do that, you need 10 men. What is that based on? It's based on the Gemara and Brochus. Look at uh, the, the second to last thing. The Gemara says in Mesach this <laughs> came into Shul, famous Gemara. He didn't find 10 men. So, he was is his Tevi, Evitevi, to make dominion. So, the Gemara questions how was he able to do this? He's over on the Isar Aseh uh, of Loelim Bahem tavo'idu. They're supposed to be uh, you're not supposed to free slaves. The says the Mitzvah shiny it was different. It was for a Mitzvah to make a minion. The Gemara says a Mitzvah a and the Gemara ends up saying it's a Mitzvah der Rabbim shiny. Whenever it's a communal Mitzvah, it's allowed. Or Mitzvah Mitzvah of many. What is the Mitzvah der Rabbim? So Rashi says Kaddish U Kedusha. Okay. Kaddish and Kedusha. <coughs> He wanted; they needed to say kedusha, need to say kaddish. The rush, though, I'm a sechtlis brachas, and this is quoted in the Shulchan Aruch by the Chumash HaDesh, And the rush says there, kaddish and kedusha, even a derabbanon would have pushed aside la'ilah b'hem tavodu, like kaddish and kedusha, all of tefillas derabbanon. But certainly a da'iraisa, like if they wanted to lay in Parshas Zachar in ten men, for sure that would have been da'iraisa la'ilah Be'hem, tavodu. So you see from the rush that Parsha Zachar is mid da'iraisa with ten men. So it says that in Shulchan Aruch, Test. It says in the Shulchan Aruch, you could look it up over here, right here. You'd you have to in Pasha zahar together with ten men. Mitzvah midayrayisa. Therefore, the Shulchan Aruch says, if you only have two possible possibilities, either to hear Kriyasa Megillah, you only have one ticket into town; either to hear Kriya Megillah or to hear Pasha zahar in ten, a company of ten men. You should come to your Pasha Zochar to hear it in ten men is more than Mikra Megillah. Fine. So it's a mitzvah midairaisa to hear Pasha Zochar with ten men, and it's quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. What's the, what's the svarah that you have to... So some say, we make a second kriya for ladies, we have to make sure we gather ten men there as well. You have to have ten men for the second kriya by the ladies. So I, so I've heard that some parties give a hold like that. We're makhbet. I mean, many women are potter. we couldn't even take out a second sefeturah to read for them. But even those who, are, who, who allow, you know, to take it out, to read a second kriya for ladies, the makhbet have ten men there. I don't think that makes any sense. What's the pshat in having ten men? Why ten men? Khadash, Why do you have to have ten men? So in the Karanairah, Mesech des Brachis, he explains that it's because the Rosh understood what is the mitzvah of Mechia is a chayves a communal obligation to go out, wage war. So in the Zechiris Samalek, says the Achinoch, is a call to arms. Let's all go out, uh, you know, the pep talk, we have to go out and wage a war. So you have to have a tzibar there. It makes no sense to have a call to arms by myself to get alone in a room. You have to have a tzibar there who now has the obligation to comment upon them to wage a mechamur with Hamalek. But if you understand, Women, if you're going to understand, we've been in Shalom, that's a whole different discussion. Women, if you understand women are chayv and Zachiris HaMalek, so then you're understanding it's not the is HaTziba, it would be a Chayviz HaTziba to wage war. Women have no Sheikhs, and Zachiris Malik is related right to Mechiris and that's why you have to have 10 men there, so then women have no place there. The whole reason to have 10 men is to because that's a chayvah they're going to go out and wage a war. But if you're reading for women, you're assuming it's either Zahir amalek and mechiyah amalek are not tied in, in which case it doesn't make sense to have 10 men, or mechiyah amalek is a chayvah sayachid. If so mechiyah, so you meet an amaleki along the street, you don't kill him, it's a chayvah personal obligation like shiva. Amin. But then women also have no place there. So to have 10 men for a second career by ladies, I don't think that that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. So many people are relying on this thing they come late to show many men were are mechir. Are, are relying on the second Kriya. If and, there are men there, I don't right know if we should encourage it, right. but if there are right. men there. We have it, people show up late, they miss yes. it, they know there's a second Kriya. Right. Men who are want to hear it. <laughs> so you should have 10 men, To be, I mean, for the, for the sake of those strangers. That's true. Yes, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. No, no, you're 100% right. There are other times, it could be you, be it. it could be to say, uh, but yes, you're right. I don't think that was their argument. I think that the, but if that would be their argument, you're 100% right. Okay, show to look